Here we go with episode 192 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. Well, it's been a few months, so I figured it's time to update you on what's going on with me and my continuing journey with ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. I've lost a little bit more of my abilities and the disease continues to progress, but there's some positives too. We'll get to that in a few minutes. First, the big story in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal, the state of Wichita State University. Besides facing a pandemic and all the challenges that that brings, Wichita State University has seen some upheaval over the last year or so. Basketball coach Greg Marshall was let go. University President Jay Golden left, and the search is on for his replacement. How are things going in the interim? Our Daniel McCoy takes a look, and that story begins on page 12. Also this week, another installment in our Women Who Lead series. This week, Women Who Lead on Boards of Directors. Profiles of those women begin on page 16. This week's list, the Wichita area's largest HVAC companies. They're ranked by number of Wichita area employees. That's on page six. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Well, an update on my journey with ALS. Uh, Here we are in January of 2021. Uh, Just to recap, uh, I basically uh, began feeling symptoms of ALS. Didn't really know it at the time, but I felt symptoms in January of 2019. Weakness in my hands, weakness in my arms, and weakness in my legs. I'd try to cross the street, jog a little bit, and I felt like, well, if I jog, I'm going to fall flat on my face. Those feelings didn't go away. I went to the family doctor in summer of 2019. He referred me to a neurologist here in Wichita. That neurologist did some testing. And in August of 2019, I had my preliminary uh, diagnosis of ALS, but he wanted a second opinion. So he sent me to the University of Kansas Medical Center up in Kansas City. And so my diagnosis was confirmed in October of 2019. Since then, I've been under the care of doctors at the University of Kansas I have clinical visits every three months. It's kind of a status update on how I'm doing, uh, how the disease has progressed. We feel like it's progressed fairly rapidly over the uh, year and a half that I've been dealing with it. Uh, I'm taking drugs and vitamins, two drugs that are approved to treat ALS patients. One is called Rilazole. The other is uh, an infusion drug called Radicava. And uh, there are some other drugs that uh, are giving us some hope, uh, but they're a little bit ways away. I'll tell you more about that in a few minutes. Uh, I have had a gradual decline in abilities as the ALS has progressed. Uh, I was at the office back in January before we all closed down and started working remotely. At the office, I went from walking slowly to using a cane for a while And then it was just easier to get around in a wheelchair. The last time I drove was December of 2019. That's when my family and I went down to the Liberty Bowl. K-State took on Navy. Uh, We won't talk about the outcome of that game, but uh, it was a long drive. and, And the last drive I made 
was pulling up to the gates of Graceland in Memphis, Tennessee, so that's fitting. I'm a big Elvis fan. Uh, I got my motorized wheelchair in February of 2020, uh, and that's been I've been in the chair ever since. Last, I was able to stand on my own about summer of 2020. Uh, I was able to transfer from chair to chair, uh, but uh, that came to an end around the summer of 2020. Uh, we got a van uh, that I use my motorized wheelchair. I just go up the ramp and into the van, and I can actually sit in the passenger area, uh, front front seat passenger area there, and they tie me down, and we just go on our way. Uh, we had a lift installed in our home. It's uh, Think of it as an open elevator in our garage, and that takes me to uh, from the garage up to a door that leads into our bedroom, and that's the main area of our home right there. Uh, we modified my bathroom. Uh, we made it so we could uh, uh, bring a chair into the bathroom. It's widened up the door and everything, so that has been a lot easier and and not only easier on me, but easier for my caregivers, mostly Gretchen, my wife. My abilities now, well, I can still move my legs some, but I cannot stand. I can move my arms and hands some, just enough to move the wheelchair and work a mouse. The It's an electronic wheelchair, not, not pushing the wheels. And I can work a mouse, and, here, and so I'm still working here at the Wichita Business Journal, editing some stories, although uh, Associate Editor Kirk Semenoff has taken over most of those uh, responsibilities. I'm still doing the podcast, still doing the radio reports every day on KNSS. Um, Gretchen has to help get my arms and hands in place here at the desk, but once I get in place, I'm able to do things on my own. I am starting to notice that swallowing is incomplete, Think of a pill getting stuck, so I try to uh, make sure that I don't eat anything that's too crazy, and uh, I make sure that uh, I uh, always try to swallow as well as I can with a lot of purpose, but things still get stuck in in my throat a little bit. Not that I choke, but uh, things do get stuck a little bit down there every once in a while. I've noticed that my neck muscles are getting weaker. So I'm using an airplane pillow. You've seen those deals that are kind of U-shaped. And so we're putting that around my neck so I'm able to uh, keep my head up and uh, continue writing and, and talking into the microphone and things like that. Still speaking, as you can tell, still eating. So uh, fingers crossed on that, that that won't happen for a long time. Inevitably, uh, that's what happens to ALS patients uh, they continue to progress to the point where their diaphragm doesn't work, and so it's hard for them to breathe, and then it uh, takes away their ability to swallow uh, and to speak as well. So fingers crossed that doesn't happen for a long time. Uh, once again, I am still working, uh, and uh, I really appreciate all the efforts of uh, John Eck, my publisher, my boss, and the Wichita Business Journal staff. They've really been accommodating to me. And uh, I appreciate that. Also, my boss in Charlotte, John Weil, he's the vice president of content for American City Business Journals. And uh, he's been great about uh, understanding my situation and helping me as much as possible. Same with guy up in Milwaukee, my good friend Mark Cass. He's the editor of the Milwaukee Business Journal. 
and uh, he's been very supportive. Also, Mark Menchea at uh, the National Content Team that works for John Weil, he's been great to work with as well. The Kansas City Business Journal editor, Brian Kaberline. Brian has been a great friend and uh, very supportive and uh, letting me know that if anything uh, is needed to be done here that I can't do, he's ready to uh, step in and uh, take take care of it if I need it. Also, as you know, I'm on the radio every morning with Steve and Ted, and uh, I appreciate their support. They've been very understanding through uh, all this as well and very supportive. Also, uh, uh, producer Jad Chambers and a program manager, Tony Dusing. Thank you for all your help. Kate, I'm on, uh, I have been on GMK, Good Morning Kansas. I was there for about eight years every morning uh, on set doing my Wichita Business Journal reports. I just give them a script now, but I appreciate everything they have done being our news partners at the Wichita Business Journal, Assistant News Director Dave Grant, who is also a good friend of mine, also uh, the News Director Anthony Mazel and, and the General Manager Mike Rajeski. Uh, thank you very much. Special shout out to a friend of mine who I've known for a long time, Teresa Vizi. Appreciate uh, your generosity through this and all the help you've given. Uh, there are a lot of people who have really shown me a lot of support and I cannot uh, name them all right here, but I'll, uh, I do have some people I want to thank. Patrick and Timory Shibley at Duda Diner, they provided me with a uh, free breakfast one day. Timory de- delivered it, and I thought that was pretty good service from the Duda Diner. They've been great. We've had some great conversations on the podcast, and I appreciate their help. Jamel Hollipirik, who used to be with Cake. Uh, she and her family made us a meal. Thank you, Jamel. We really appreciate that. My Gridiron castmates, Gridiron, look it up. Uh, in Wichita, just look up Wichita Gridiron. All my castmates came by one day and greeted me, and uh, they gave me a blanket made up of a lot of Gridiron T-shirts, so that was neat. I've had huge uh, support from my friends from my graduating class, Shiny Mission North, class of 1979. Too many to name, but uh, I I appreciate so much the support they give me uh, on a weekly basis, whether it's a phone call, uh, whether it's a generous donation to to help us along, or uh, just getting on a Zoom call. I really appreciate it. I uh, We have a great class, a close class, and I'm very fortunate to have all those friends in the class of 79 up at Shawnee Mission North. Mike and Cheryl Eifler, uh, are, uh, my mom, LMA, is 93 years old, and uh, she uh, is living on her own still. But uh, I have some next-door neighbors to her who are taking care of her, Mike and Cheryl Eifler. I really appreciate it. More support from longtime friends, Brian and Candy Hooker. They have been very supportive in uh, helping me out and uh, keeping me going uh, week to week, day to day. Also, Kevin Doring and his wife, Suzanne, great special friends who, once again, have been shoulder-to-shoulder with us. Friends up in Kansas City, even though they are Jayhawks, they are close friends of mine and have given me a lot of support. Uh, Clayton Hunter, Warren Smith, Chuck Hines, who is now uh, with the Red Raiders down in Lubbock. Jim Maher, he's a guy who I grew up with. I was his best man. He was my best man. The day I told him that I had ALS, he told me he had just been diagnosed with cancer. 
And so uh, good news, Jim has uh, come through his cancer treatment over the last year very well. He is clear, and they just had a celebration for him, I believe. So congratulations, Jim Maher, on uh, getting clear. Also, our buddy who we grew up with, Jim Moore. Jim up in Kansas City has been uh, supportive with me, and uh, he's been by to visit a couple of times. Uh, My extended family also, the Quinn family, uh, Larry and Judy Quinn in Salina, Kansas. Uh, Judy made me a K-State blanket, which is made up of all sorts of panels uh, about K-State. Just wonderful. And uh, it's incredibly warm. So uh, she is a great uh, quilt maker. And uh, so I appreciate that. Something that was interesting, we were asked to be on a Project ALS panel. Project ALS is an organization that was created a few years ago when uh, some sisters, uh, two women lost their sister to ALS, and they wanted to do something uh, to try to kickstart research. They have found a new drug, or a new drug has been created under the auspices of Project ALS in Columbia University in New York. It's called Procetin, and it's in uh, trials now. And uh, we were asked, Gretchen and I were asked to be on a panel uh, to talk about ALS and to talk about Procetin and what should we do go for, going forward to try to test out the drug. And so we appreciated being included in that. Gretchen has been very involved in communication with Project ALS. We have raised a lot of money for ALS, and uh, it's, it's been a great relationship and we're hoping that that uh, drug, Procetin, will get through uh, phase one, two, and three trials in 2021. That way we can start getting it out to people. Um, and speaking of Gretchen, I've told you before, she's my hero. Uh, she gets me dressed. She bathes me. She feeds me. Basically, she does everything for me that I can't do. And uh, so I love her, and I can't say enough about her how strong she is, and how much I appreciate everything she does. She is an amazing woman, and uh, she's got a special place in heaven, that's for sure. And there are some other people who I need to thank. My wonderful daughters, Shay Roy, Sydney Rumry, and her husband, Brooks Rumry, and uh, his parents, David and Kelly Rumry. They've been really supportive. My girls are the ones who uh, help out in giving uh, Gretchen some relief on caregiving. And so I thank those girls so much, and I love them so much. I really appreciate all they do, and I think we did something right with them. Um, What's next? Well, uh, I'm going to work as long as I can. I think I've said that before. Uh, The hope is that uh, the progression slows down. I can still speak. I can still uh, get in on the team calls that uh, my staff has and I can participate in uh, all the decisions that need to be made for the coverage that we uh, put together at the Wichita Business Journal not only in the weekly publication but on uh, wichitabusinessjournal.com. I'll keep doing this as long as I can but preparations are being made for that time inevitably Hopefully not for a long time, but inevitably, I'll have to turn things over probably to associate editor Kirk Seminoff, uh, and he'll be in charge of things that are going on, and I'll, I'll probably retire at that point. 
but that's not not for a ways away. At least it looks like that way for now. So uh, I also want to say, like I said, there's there's so many people to thank for support, uh, and and I can't thank you enough for the emails you've sent, for the phone calls, for the text messages. Uh, they've just been fantastic. I really appreciate it. If you text me, don't be surprised if I don't respond right away because of the situation with my arms and hands. It's not easy to uh, manipulate a cell phone. So I use Siri quite a bit. And of course, voice to text and Siri misspells words and gets words wrong. So, but anyway, be patient with me if you're trying to communicate with me. Thank you uh, for listening to uh, the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. We really appreciate that. And I also appreciate, as I'll talk about in a moment, Equity Bank, Brad Elliott and the folks at Equity Bank uh, staying with us on the uh, podcast. We really appreciate it. That'll wrap up my uh, update on on ALS. If you have any questions, uh, comments, please let me know. Send me an email. Give me a call and uh, I'll be glad to uh, respond and and talk to you about it if I can. Uh, We hope you're doing well. Wear a mask. Keep your distance, avoid crowds, wash your hands, sacrifice now and we can avoid more shutdowns with this pandemic behind us. Well, that's it for BizDoc with Bill Roy this week, episode 192. Check out all our podcast episodes at our BizDoc with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. BizDoc with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com backslash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.